Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. This week, catching up with painter, professional surfer, and musician, Ozzy Wright. How you going, Ozzy? Good, thanks, Tom. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. My pleasure. It's, um, yeah, good to finally catch up with you. I've been, uh, been looking at your art and it's been popping up a lot oh, uh, cool. since I've been up north, up yeah. this way. okay. Excellent. And uh, seen in restaurants and... Sick. Galleries and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it's great to finally uh, meet you properly. Yeah, well, you two I always drive past the truck at um, just past the Byron Bay High School that you painted. Oh, yeah. And I see that all the time, so it's yeah. cool to... Uh, now I know the guy that painted it. Yeah. <laughs> that was good how that came about. I was um, staying at an Airbnb. Oh, you told me, the actually. owner of the place, yeah. And he was like... He said they keep uh, drawing dicks and swastikas on his truck, so... Uh, I painted that for him. And no one's painted it since, probably. Not well, no more swash tickets. Yeah, well, it's clean at the moment. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's hope it stays that way. Doesn't get toyed. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're a uh, I don't know, I did a bit of looking into you online yesterday. Oh yeah. And uh, man, you're a busy, busy man. Yeah. Like, you got a, you're multi-talented and uh, multi-passionate. Well, yeah. Individual. I tr- yeah. I try. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I enjoy lots of, you know, things for sure. Yeah. Um, and I like, yeah, I like to just sort of practice all my different passions, you know, pretty much daily. I usually make some sort of art every day and play the guitar every day and try and surf every day. And, um, you know, then the rest of the time is usually being a daddy and that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So how, like how, um, How'd you get into all these different uh, creative outlets? So is it mostly is is it mostly just like surfing, music, and art, or do you yeah. have more as well? No, I like to ride skateboard sometimes, but yeah, that's mostly it. Um, well, I love drawing ever since I was tiny, and there's a lot of artists in my family. My dad's little sister and big brother both are full time. You know, they live their whole life selling art. His big brother ended up teaching at university. He was an art teacher and. Um, you know, dad always loved drawing and he was a bit of a poet and he also played bass in a band and my mum's family too, lots of artists. They, a lot of the, they're really into um, bush and botanical drawings and stuff. So there's a lot of drawing and painting always surrounding my, my, you know, my whole life. Growing up, all on the walls, was all family art and, you know, so drawing was real normal. And it's just something I always did ever since I was tiny and have never stopped. And painting and then... Um, yeah, once I hit, got into surfing though, then that was the that was it. I was like, "This is it. I just want to surf every single day." I loved it, and I still do. Yeah. And music could quite, came quite late in my life. I didn't pick up an instrument until I was 26. But um, me and my mates, I bought a house and we all moved in, and we were really old friends since we were like ki- kindergarten kind of thing. And we uh, two of them already play guitar, and so the four of us started a band, and like you know, that's been a lot of fun. So music's a new passion, kind of. Well, now it's 20 years, but it's relatively new. Feels new compared to the others. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, you're mostly known for your surfing. Like, yeah. had, and you said that you were hooked on that as soon as you got into it. Like, how had that all come about for you? Um, I guess just, just surfing a lot, you know, and just started competing a bit. And, I mean, I was on the northern beaches of Sydney, which was a bit of a surfing sort of hotbed. 
So I guess, and plus I'd always painted all my surfboards. So I think, you know, probably like looking back on I see photos of myself, you know, when I was like, you know, 14 and all my boards are completely painted crazy. And, it, you know, everyone else is just, you know, so I guess it, I don't know, it became, you know, a professional surfer. I think the art definitely has had a lot to do with that. And I'd, at that stage, you know, I'd love Quicksilver and Mambo and all the whole surf culture. I love more for the art just because there was, you know, a lot of bright, colorful sort of fresh art that you'd see that were done by, you know, not just the same old guys that were in the art books. So I was like a real kind of youth culture. And, you know, I was like a kid going, oh, I want to be an artist for Mambo one day or something like that. That was kind of my dream. Hmm. Have you done anything for Mambo? No, but um, they kind of felt the wayside but a bit yeah but at, by the time i became old enough to leave school and everything yeah you know? they're not they're not someone you're aiming for anymore eh? no but it's just that whole you know the whole scene like yeah. i just want to be a part of surf culture i guess yeah have you done a lot of um art in surf culture quite a lot mainly just painting my own boards but yeah then Vulcan i've worked for for over 20 years now and um done plenty for them over the years yeah which has been awesome what sort of uh, what sort of things you done for them? Just like graphics that go on sort of clothing and you know, just uh, just that's it and yeah, like ads and bits and pieces like yeah, t-shirt prints and yeah, all that stuff ads. It's pretty good. Like I've been um, I've been doing stuff for Ruka for a, yeah. I don't know, about seven years now, but it's it's great to have someone um, who's willing to take your art and actually make products with it because as an artist you don't really want to do the outlay and then you're trying to recoup the sale like oh, the yeah, money totally. and all that but it's it's great having um you know brands sort of back you and yeah and uh and get your art out there yeah it's unreal yeah super cool so are you are you are you considered like an arty sort of surfer in the scene probably yeah yeah because there's a lot of um i don't know like i i've only just recently started surfing but i've noticed there's um yeah you get some different characters in in there but you don't see a lot i can't say you see a lot of the arty yeah well i mean at the start like in the 70s when surfing i mean 60s and 70s i feel like there was a lot more art involved mm. in surfing and it got a bit more mainstream and more sort of sport orientated but i think at the start it was more like lifestyle art like you know countercultural sort of thing like more like skateboarding i guess mm. but yeah as it sort of got more professional and there's the whole sport sort of side where it's like olympics and things yeah <laughs> you know but there's there's always been a huge sort of underbelly of you know art art artful surfers who just like rock and roll and you know mm. have you got together with the other like artist surfers and done exhibitions or anything like that a little bit yeah over yeah. the years and i mean we're basically you kind of you know you you gravitate towards the people who are of like mind and so yeah i've always hung out with the sort of i don't know what you call them the more sort of artistic sort of side of a, of the scene yeah yeah. Who are some of those people? Um, well, there's my Californian mate, little Alex Nost. He's been a good, he's been a really good um, one of those. And then over here, we've got my little mate Noah Dean, who's in a good band. There's a whole crew, actually, of, you know, there's just so many. There's like a whole crew of young guys that are, uh, you know, all into playing in bands and just making art and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So with all your um, like your multi, your diverse passions and stuff, do you see them all like as equal? Like, are you or are you into like go? I, I I'm really into this, and I do a little bit of that. 
Um, well, I mean, surfing has been the most one that I've sort of put most of my energy into, for sure. And then, you know, for a time there, our brand was kind of, our, our rock and roll band was a little bit, taking it a little bit seriously for a while. I mean, not really, but we did a lot of gigs. But yeah, so mainly surfing and art. Art's just something I love to always do. And now I'm starting to try and do it and, you know, sell a bit more and try and get a little income out of it. So I've been taking it a bit more seriously. Yeah. Just trying to work harder and, you know. Because mm. have you, like, always been, like, funded by your surfing so you haven't really had to pursue exactly. an art career so 100%. Much? Yeah. It was more like the art just sort of, you know, carried along the surfing because it sort of gave me a point of difference to all the other great surfers out there because there's millions of them. Mm. But um, so it gave me a point of difference and something I could contribute to the companies that were contributing to me. So it was like a good way to give back and, you know, just add value to to it all yeah no it's good um, I know it's such a great way to create like not having to worry about the financials well you know. totally yeah. I mean as soon as it becomes I mean I've always just wanted I don't want to do you know do it just to make money mm. but recently I've been like okay you know I'll do some things that I you know just for the money basically mm. but I still love doing it I just like making things with my hands and I'm only doing things in my own way, 100%. Like, I'm not... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But someone will say, I love that piece you did. Can you do one like that for me? And I'll go, yeah, but I'll do it a bit different. You know? So yeah. That's fun. It's like musicians uh, playing the same old song every night. Yeah. That's the best way to do a commission. So, like, where they reference another painting. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can do that. Mm. Okay. But you I'll, it, just say, it's not going to look exact. It's not going to be the same painting, yeah. but... Something I know, like that. I know what you mean. Exactly. <laughs> when you've got a blank canvas and, a, and someone's saying paint something for me, it's, yeah. oh, it does your head in. Yeah. You don't know, if it's tr- you can't read someone's mind. You know? Totally. Yeah. So I've noticed um, you show up in the uh, the art world as Aussie wrong, not Aussie right. Oh, yeah. Like, is that uh, like an art alter, alter ego? Yes. Or? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, yeah. It's just like right, wrong. Kind of, when we started our band, we all made up stage names. And um, I made up Aussie wrong. Yeah. But I had been called that before. But um, probably like in hate mail. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny to just take it on and go, fuck you, that is actually a good name. I'm going to use that for my stage name. And then I started writing all my paintings. And... Yeah. But this year I got a bit paranoid that it was sort of negative and wrong. I was like, oh God, maybe I should change it back to right. Because, you know, the power of words. I don't want to be saying I'm wrong all the time. Mm. But it's kind of just a joke. So I... Yeah. It's a bit of fun, I don't know. It's like yin and yang. Yeah. You know, right and wrong, yeah. light and dark. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I told, I've noticed you are, uh, you know, you're very passionate about, um, you know, positive vibes and all that. You've done your, um, what is it, your, uh, anti-bad vibe yeah. shields. Yeah, You know, so I had, had all that coming. But well, that came about because I think when I dig deep, in my soul I've... I mean, yeah, I've sort of suffered a lot of trauma and I've been hard on myself and had trouble sort of getting, you know, mental sort of stability. And so I feel like, you know, sometimes when I'm feeling quite low, I'll just do some really positive work and I like to have bright colours and lots of spirit and just, you know, it's kind of just a way of sort of strengthening up my joy and, you know, just it's like probably helping my, (laughs) to ease my worried mind and it's like that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's spiritual. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting because like the, you know, when things get sent to you, you send, you see, you know, 
you know when you receive like imagery even mm. on instagram or whatever it's like gee this is just what i need to hear right now and all that and i've had a um you know it's in january typical tough month for a, for an artist and all that yeah and i've been um you know feeling a bit flat in the studio mm-hmm. i've been painting every day and i've got a lot going on but i've just been a bit flat yeah and um and then this picture i saw this picture online and it had like a guy and he was in all gray and it said low vibration all this sort of stuff mm. and it had this other guy who was like all rainbow dude mm. and it's like uh, all the chakras were all yeah. glowing and stuff and it's like positive vibrations and all this sort of stuff and it's like man I need to channel the rainbow man a lot more yeah. and um, and then that was just like two days ago then yesterday I was looking at all your art online and it's like man Aussie has completely channeled the rainbow man with your art you know yeah so it's uh, I think it's um very positive being around lots of bright colors and using them and i really think it is you know. I, I think it's i call it color therapy like i just want to just put bright stuff all around me I, my mother was a bit the same she'd always have flowers everywhere flowers all through the garden and just you know just loved color all over the house and all over the walls and she loved going to india and i love going to indonesia and just all the color there and yeah i do i find it like therapeutic to be around it just sort of enriches the space yeah. Yeah. That's no, good. It's good. So the, the, all the colors and then I saw the shields and all that and it's like, oh, this is, you know, this guy's onto it. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think it's some sort of spiritual practice. Like, you know, the curries all paint their faces and everything. Like, it's mm. just like, I don't know. It's part of, yeah, just trying to up, raise your vibe mm. or, your, or your, you know, what your, your, yeah, your vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, um, have you done a lot of traveling for, for surfing? Mm-hmm. So much traveling, yeah. I've been traveling since when I went since yeah, well that's the great thing about surfing. You you get you start surfing your local beach, then you hear about this next beach, then you go then you hear about this other one and then next thing you know you've heard about every wave all over the world and you want to experience them all and surfing gives you such a good means to do it because it's like such a good reason to go to a town. And then you meet the surfers there, then they look after you and it's a real um you know it's a, it's just a great great way to travel mm. experience the world and all the culture and yeah i've done a lot of traveling yeah i think that's the same with um to, no matter what you're into if you're right into something True. and you've like dedicated to it and it's happening in other parts of the world like i even found like with graffiti which is quite a sort of solitary sometimes antisocial uh practice you know yeah i got out there and but i'd travel the world and i'll be in like you know colombia painting with the locals and they'll be Sick. taking me around and like just different like all like so many different parts of the world so cool. and it was like one of those things if you're half decent uh, you know you get looked after yeah you know I mean? well totally yeah. isn't it it's so it's amazing what you can yeah what you can do just off the off your t- you know with love in your heart and your bit of talent mm-hmm. and in a spirit of it for adventure you're just the world's your oyster totally so have you um have you done a lot of art while you've been on the road? Yeah, I've done a lot for sure. I'm always just sort of scribbling on something and trying to make things out of nothing. I yeah. sometimes love it, you know, going on a surf trip and don't necessarily have any art materials, but you know, you'll see a shelf and maybe you'll buy a pen or a couple of pa- paints and the brush, and then just you know, just really using really basic sort of whatever you find. Yeah. And creating some art out of that, and finding rubbish on the beach in Japan, and you know. Some of the some made a lot of cool things like that over the years. Yeah, awesome. Just spontaneous things that happen with what you find, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, man, I love painting while I'm on away, mm. like traveling. 
away from all your shit. Yeah, I That's call it sick. adventure painting because you're ah, out on an adventure. Yeah. It's like, you don't know where, like, um, you know, I, I, even, I spent a month painting in India like, wow. with some friends. We tried to live off our artwork, like, just through for, uh, food and accommodation. Amazing. Like, um, get and paint murals for people and oh, stuff. sick. But even in between those times when we're just even looking for somewhere to paint and all that, you're just sort of wandering around not knowing what's around each corner and just, just hoping for the best. Yeah. And it's, um, man, it's, it's just a full adventure. Yeah, that I sounds it. amazing. I, I haven't been overseas since uh, pre-COVID, so... Mm. Re- I've ready. only been once. I went to Bali. Yeah, that's all. It's hard. Hard to, hard to travel now. It feels yeah. feels like a bit of a ordeal. Yeah. So I've um I've seen a lot of your work. Like you know, you you paint a lot, but you uh you also use a lot of fabric in your art and sewing. Like I had that come about, and um, how long have you been doing that for? Well, that was in 2019. I went to um, what do you call it? they sell this the fabric spotlight yeah and um sewing machines were a hundred dollars and i was like they're on sale and i was like whoa that's so cheap i'm gonna get one i've wanted to do it for years because i used to do paper cut collage like with colored paper little collages and i really enjoyed that sort of collage making just with different block colors of paper and i but you could only it was quite limiting into how large you could go and i always wanted to do it with fabric and a sewing machine but just never got around to it but that was for like 15 years i'd thought about doing it and then yeah, I saw the hundred dollar sewing machine. I went, ah, oh, sick! I'm gonna just do it. This is now's the time. And um, I just took it home and got into it. It was funny because my lady was like, "It's pretty hard. It's harder than you think. I think you should maybe just take it back." And like, next thing you know, I just I was obsessed with it, and I, I just straight away just produced so much work with it. Like within the first couple of weeks, I could cover my whole house with all this shit that I'd made. Yeah. And um, then I went to London for, to do a show. For, for a Volcom sort of promotion art show thing but I took the whole show in my little travel on backpack and um, it was like you know it was like Doctor Who's TARDIS when I got there I walked in with this little backpack and just like went boom 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 just took out these huge things and just hung them up really quick and it was just like wow this is such a great way to do a travelling show it is it's yeah it's, I really love the medium it's fun I mean it's tedious too though and then to, I only just got glasses about two months ago but before then I was like taking me selling to thread the needle I was like fuck I'm starting to go insane and then I got glasses and it was so easy I was just like what <laughs> I must have needed these for years <laughs> just to thread the needle that's good yeah yeah I, I really like fabric pieces I think um, there's a lot of uh, potential for them you know like, as you said you can go really big with them really easily and then, bolt them up yeah because that that picture on your website, like of the exhibition you had at Yeah Nice going, oh, yeah, yeah. like that was, um, you know, you filled the space like, yeah, really well. And I could have filled. Pieces. I wanted to do way more. I had a lot more, but they were like, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go like you know floor to ceiling. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I do think it's a it suits me that medium. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. It's good. You yeah. found you found found your style. Yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah, I still. I've been wanting to get back into painting, but since I did the sewing, I've sort of, I like, I sort of a fair bit of ink drawing and a few paintings, but yeah, I do want to do some more painting, but I don't know. I'm still just into sewing more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like paintings seem more valuable somehow. Yes and no, but if you think about it, like if you go to like a gallery in New South Wales or whatever, yeah. and there's a big fabric piece happening, oh, hanging up in there, 
Yeah. And a whole room full of fabric mm. pieces. Yeah, look at it and go, this is cheap. No, no, true. No, I love it. I think it's a great medium. I think there's something warm about it and the fact that it's soft and it's sort of like, I don't know, it's sort of forgiving and warming kind of. I like it. Mm. And it floats, you know. Do, do you hang it with like a bit of doubt? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Or you just staple each, like pin each corner in. Or mm. It's super versatile and easy to hang too, which I enjoy. Yeah. Cause that's another thing you don't have to worry about though with it with it, um like with stretching canvases and all that they can warp and oh. they can um buckle and all right. that sort of it's stuff it's such it's... a burden to own a huge canvas like i mean like if you're gonna buy a huge canvas for your house like you've got to be committed to moving it and storing it correctly and just like you know you kind of have to just be like i'm gonna look after this on my wall forever yeah Whereas with signs, you'd be like, get sick of it, take it down for a bit. I mean, I take them on holidays and whack them over the things in the in the hotel room art and things like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into the next section of the podcast, I want to take a moment to say a special thanks to today's sponsor that has made this podcast possible. Introducing the Art Career Academy, a new online school for the career artist. This academy supports artists to build the art career that they desire. And I'm especially excited to let you know that I'm on the teaching staff of this innovative school. So, if you're frustrated in not knowing how to build your art career and you want to feel confident and clear on the pathway forward and experience creative and financial growth to build your sustainable life as an artist, then head to artcareeracademy.com to express your interest and go on the wait list for the first live intake. Numbers will be limited, so don't snooze on this one. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. So you said you're uh, you're looking to you know take your art more seriously and start you know um, growing that as more of a career for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, have you had a lot of uh, opportunities come your way? Um, I've usually kind of got like yeah. There's usually at least a couple of people that want to um sort of have ordered a piece of me or you know what I mean. I've usually got something on the go that I'm doing and that someone's buying. So you know, it's a little, it's a little, it's a good little side hustle. But yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I'm trying to make it my main thing. So time will tell how successful I am. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, it, you know, living off your passions is never really that easy, is it? It's like... I mean, I just killed it so much with surfing, but, mm. you know, a couple of bad investments and you can lose it all pretty quick. So you've got to be prepared yeah. to start again. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely helps to have some passive income somehow. Yeah. Are you still... um? Are you still making a living off your surfing? I'm still making a little bit of money off surfing. Yeah. Mm. I was making good money off rent last year, but now I've shuffled it all around and we'll see how that goes this year. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm the same. It's like, there's, there's been like a roller coaster ride living off my artwork. Like even though like the highs are really high, but then there's some lows as well. And it's yeah. like, man, I'm looking to sort of smooth things out a bit. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, always good to sort of have a few things on the go isn't it yeah definitely i mean totally i i really like owning a couple of properties and the thought of only like not having that as a little support you know just heaps of pressure on the art i don't know i guess it's i'll see what happens it's it's kind of fun just charging it to Mm. see how you go yeah well you seem to be doing all right you know like (sighs) so far so good yeah. But it's the, like, you know, because ever since I was a kid and I never got a real profession, like surfing, like, mm. how, how's that going to pan out? Yeah. You know, but I was just sort of, you know, people used to go, have you got a job yet? No, not yet. 
And then eventually I was like, well, I own three properties now and I've never had a job, so... Yeah. No, you're doing all right, mate. You need to worry about that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, things happen and you lose things too, so... Yeah, but anyone could do that. That's true. Yeah, could be a security guard for a toilet paper company for 40 years and still lose all your shit. Well, that's the thing. You'd rather lose all your shit that you got doing something you love than doing something you hate. Yeah. Like, I was like, if you were a brickies labourer and you lost all your shit that you had to lay bricks for every day you'd be freaking mad yeah like at least I yeah I live my dreams already you know yeah so I'm stoked yeah I guess that's sort of how you you know you've pursued all your different passions like a lot of people are scared to do that as well like even you know like even say you're got the surfing thing going on but then you're too scared to put yourself out there as a musician or as an artist or anything like that you've I definitely never took myself too seriously. Mm. Like, you know? Yeah. Just happy to be a clown. And I think that's a bit of an important sort of message for people too. Like, you know, you can take yourself too seriously. Mm. And you just, I don't know. Yeah. You never get anywhere. Yeah. So, um, have you got any any art projects on the go at the moment? I'm actually going to do a little art show up on the Gold Coast on the 10th of Feb, which is really soon. And I sort of only just started last night. But, um... (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to just do a mad week of just crazy, quick, as fast as I can, big works. I've yeah. got some old works to put in, so. Yeah. It'll, but yeah, so that's coming up real soon. Yeah. And um, that's exciting. Where's that at? It's at a place called the Dust Temple. I know. Yeah. 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 That'll be cool. Yeah. Something to work towards. It is. So as uh. Uh, everyone will be he- hearing all the cars. Well, this is the first episode uh, fi- recorded in my new studio, Sweet. and it's on a farm, and it's a creaky shed, and there's crickets and birds and cars and animals and wind, and I don't know, all sorts of stuff. But it's massive upgrade. <laughs> Mate, it's a beautiful studio. You've done really well. Good job. Ah, thanks. I hear you're uh, setting a new one up at the moment. Yeah, my one's hilarious. It's... um. It's sick. It's a skate park. It's a roller skating rink. My daughter's really good at roller skating. Yeah. So I chucked a bunch of ramps everywhere just to encourage, you know, physical activity. And it's like dancing, watching a roller skate. She's got all these moves and, you know, it's beautiful. And then my son skates and I skate. So yeah, a bit of fun for everybody. How old are your kids? My son's 14, nearly 15. And my daughter just turned nine. All right. Hmm. Cool. So I've noticed you've been... Uh, getting into making films as well like is that is that something that's sort of um come together through social media or is it something you've been doing for a while um well quite a while as soon as gara um no iMovie mm-hmm. as soon as i got access to iMovie um i started making little films mainly just of me surfing that's my favorite subject in film yeah <laughs> times up and my family videos i love making little family videos but yeah it's mainly just the surfing sort of surfing movies and stuff a little bit of animation here and there I'm into, just like really dodgy animation. And because I like doing songs on GarageBand and then I want to make a video clip. So it's um, it's just so cool what you can do with a computer, just with your own, you know, with, with no lesson or anything. You can just sort of intuitively work out a way of making something and it's fun. I love it. Yeah. I love film. Man, it's pretty, it's amazing these days, like with um, the laptop, like all the different media, you know, because you can, as you're saying, you get your film, yeah. And you can put your, your own music to it and oh. you can animate over the top Amazing. of it and all that. All just from your laptop. Oh, you just, there's it's no like, excuse for not making shitloads of good art. But that's the problem. It's, it's so accessible now to be a great yeah. artist. 
There's more competition. Nah, man. <laughs> I think the worst thing an artist can do is think of themselves as being in competition with other artists. Nah, that's true. Nah, it's like, fuck, I've been there. Mm. And it's... You're no, constantly we're, all, we're all working oh, together. Gotta, gotta destroy this guy. Yeah, no. It's I think it's better to collaborate. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, oh, it's important art, I think. It's sort of... Oh, it's valuable, you know. People are like, oh, you know, no, you don't need art. You don't have to buy it. But I mean, it, maybe not. But it makes your uh, life better. It's it does. Enriching. It does. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's the best, isn't it? It's my. Uh, I've had a lot of passions in my life, and um, yeah, I think um, I've been like obsessed with things, you know, skating and all that sort of stuff yeah. as a kid and all that. But I don't know that um, like pursuing an art career has been something that's just meant so much to me and. Like I, 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 I even study every day, like, I, you know, take out a chunk of every day and put myself into art school and try and learn new things awesome. and, and all that. And it's just, um, and just meeting other artists, I think is one of the best things you can do as well, as far as um, being inspired and, mm. um, seeing how other people approach it, you know, I like even how... with you, with your fabric, you know, it's like, I've never even considered fabric yeah. as a, as a possibility of mm. making paintings and putting on a show and all that sort of stuff you know yeah no it's fun it's fun to find a new little nation but yeah that's just the beauty of art then just that you can just make something with your own imagination and hands there's no one telling you what to do you just do whatever you want and then you can just sort of look at it all night and get energized yeah it's so fun and at last like you know what i mean you put that little four hours worth of energy into a good painting or whatever however long it takes but then you know it's like you can enjoy it forever yeah totally and there's no right or wrong <laughs> yeah it's good yeah. like I did some um, art classes for a school and um, the kids just wanted me to tell them the formula like what do I do yeah. put this down then you do this then you do that it's like no like I can if I I can teach you how to paint, paint one of my paintings but you've got to find your own you know yeah and, uh, and I told them it was the easiest subject in the world because there's no right or wrong it's not like maths or science no. or English where you've got to get the answers yeah. right you just got to do it but um, it's just exploring. Yeah, but it is easier said than done sometimes. So oh. facing a blank canvas is a... daunting, <laughs> mate. And then, oh, and and making those sewings too. It's physical labour. It's like yeah, I'm in a sweatshop, and a simple thing that I could probably do in ten minutes on a paintbrush can take me a long time. And I'm like, oh gosh, I need a new, I need a new system. Like yeah. sometimes I'm like, this is taking too long. So what do you do? Do you like cut out all the elements and pin them to a kind a big, of yeah, it's kind sheet of, and then sew them all down? Kind of, yeah. It's mm. like a jigsaw puzzle, you know. I'll yeah. start start somewhere, like maybe I'll just do an eye, sew that together, do yeah. a face, sew that to the eye, sew the hair to the head, and then you know, piece it all together like a jigsaw. Yeah. Bit by bit. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah, it looks it. It looks like you approach it with, with fun in mind as well, you know. I try well I, I find I like because I, I for some reason I'm left handed but with sewing, I cut everything with my right hand. So straight away, there's a naivety because I'm just cutting with my right hand and I don't really draw anything anyway. Yeah. I might do a tiny little sketch on some paper of what I want to achieve and then I'll just freestyle, hack into some fabric. Yeah. And I don't even put them next to each other. Like I'll be like, I need an arm about that big and I'll just sort of do it there and put it there. Because mm. I've sort of, yeah, I don't know, like it's a little bit more, um, I don't know. Less, I have less control over how the piece is going to come out, so it's a bit more freeform. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm a lefty as well, oh, and okay. I um when I first sat down in the computer, the mouse was on the right, okay. and it was like one of the ones where it was plugged in and uh, everything. So um, 
I just learned to use a mouse with the right hand. Okay. And I'll tell you what, I can like write with the mouse and everything. Yeah. Like, and it's cleaner than I would with my left hand. Cool. It's, um, yeah. yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It is. It mm. is. Tap into a different part of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take a moment to say a special thanks to today's sponsor, Neo Primo. Neo Primo is a new NFT platform focusing on the highest quality art. They deliver lasting value to collectors by providing fully curated drops with successful and outstanding artists. So if you're thinking of collecting NFTs and don't know where to start, visit neoprimo.com and browse the amazing catalogue of artworks. All NFTs are minted on the Ethereum network and their contracts have been fully audited for quality and security. Visit neoprimo.com to check out the latest drops and artworks from artists you know and love. All right, back to the interview. So, Ozzy, are you uh, ready for some rapid-fire questions? Okay, yeah. All right. Um, name one artist that you think deserves more shine. Oh, Oh, I'm going to have to say Miley Grace, musician, mother of my children. She's um, just the best yeah. singer and beautiful mother around. And uh, yeah, I hope her dreams all come true. Yeah. Cool. Um, what medium would you love to work with? Oh, what medium? Well, airbrush. I really want to get, I bought one and I just haven't got around to sort of getting it happening. But yeah, I've been excited to use airbrush for a long time. Yeah. Airbrush. Well, we'll uh, have a crack after the interview, eh? We'll get some paper out. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's one skill you wish you had? Building. I would love to be a great builder. I would go and build a huge deck off my house right now, and I would put windows here and here and here and building. I've, I've, I've got a hammer earring, and I've um, bought a circular saw the other day, and I've built a couple of roller skating ramps, and I'm, you know, I want to get into building this year. Yeah. When I was um, fitting out this studio, I was helping all the, helping the builders do it. Yeah. And um, man, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like they were saying to me, like they were going, "If you had all the tools, you could, you'd be able to do this." And yeah, for sure. Like uh, watching them do it, it's like it's not rocket science. No, I know. But you just need to know I, how to do it. Yeah. It's like it's them just, watching me paint. It's I guess, it's, it's getting the tools and practicing and just doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been buying a bunch of tools lately. Fun. Been buying all Makita stuff. That's a good plan. Oh, gotta... now I just I just see them and I just get. Um, and whenever I go past Mitre 10 or Bunnies, it's just tools. like I start iron off all the Makita stuff. It's like, Sick. I get that you know, vacuum cleaner or something. Yeah. Like, now they do camping stuff Good as products, well. It's eh? like, shit. Good products. Yeah. Um, so who are some of your favorite artists? Um, some of my favorite artists? Jeez, there's a lot. There's, um, there's springing to mind right now, there's this guy, uh, Jeffrey Chung, I think you pronounce his name. I think he's from San Francisco or something or Portland. I don't know. But he does all these just really nice, free, colourful sort of figures, usually always kind of having some kind of orgy, mm. but they're just beautiful. Yeah, I know. The one you know his work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Um, that's some new work I've loved. Who else? I love um, David Shrigley. He's just fucking hilarious. And like, he's just so consistent. Like every day he puts some shit up on Instagram and it's always funny. Mm. I really enjoy him watching his stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um... What advice would you give to your younger self? Um, don't freak out. Um, do some counselling and learn how to control your emotions better <laughs> so that you don't, um, you know, just get yourself, just manage your mental state. I think looking after your mental health is so important and I wish I'd taken more care of that over the years. Yeah. That's do you- it. What do you do these days to look after that? Well, I mean, I've just started to do some counseling and just trying to just make sure I get my sleep and I've eaten and I've done my exercise and just... Because, you know, when you make art, sometimes I can get these 
energetic burst where for a week I barely can't sleep and I'm just like you know kind of get a bit manic and I'm just getting more and more ideas and doing this and doing that and mm. like that last sewing show I did I looked at some video today of me in my studio and it's just fucking looks like an insane person's in there just like it looks sick and I was like wow look at all that energy I put out mm. proud of it but yeah I'd like to just keep it a bit more consistent it wasn't the calmest it wasn't the rainbow man hey? well it was the <laughs> rainbow man but he was freaking on acid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you keep regular work hours? Not necessarily. No. There's nothing regular about my mate. My, I regularly surf, and no. But I mean, since I've had children, yeah. Since I had kids, way more regular. I mean, like I'm tired at night and I have to go to sleep. So yeah. when I was a kid, I used to do art till three a.m. Sometimes. Yeah. Generally, these days I go to sleep at a reasonable hour. And, so yeah, I work in the day, sleep at night. Yeah, have I worked till nine thirty last night. That was late. Yeah. Have you ever had a day job like apart from like, oh, a, a normal person's job? Like barely. Like yeah. No. Nah. When I was um, I left school at sixteen. Then I worked for my friend in his woodworking factory, cleaning the floor for about three or I don't know, maybe it was five months actually. I was just saving money to go to Brazil for a surf comp. As soon as I had enough money for ticket, I just quit. Took me a while. And I worked at Woolies for a while, packing the shelves. I've had very limited real job experience. Like I'm talking a few months when I was a kid. Mm. Now I kind of started getting paid for surfing when I was about 19. And up until that point, my parents really, you know, supported me, Yeah, which was epic. And they, they encouraged me to pursue this career, which like, thank God they did. And I feel like it's a miracle it worked, but it's been good. Yeah. With your surfing, did you, um, did you get to a point where you had to push yourself to make to commit to become a you know, turn pro and all that sort of stuff? Well, just sort of like bit by bit, like mm. start getting a little bit of money off a sponsor and then a little bit more. But you're living at home with my parents, mm. and so no rent. But then traveling a lot and bit by bit, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get to the age where, like, yeah. Mm. But even mentally, like looking at say some massive waves and going, that's scaring the shit out of me. I don't know if I can surf oh, yeah, that yeah. wave. But then going, but my sponsors are looking at me. Oh, and I, well, I need to get this clip or whatever for a video. And you just got to. Yeah, well, everyone's happen. got their different fear threshold. Like mm. I'm definitely not a big wave surfer. I've always been pretty terrified of huge waves. Mm. And um, so I've, I've, yeah, but you know, I've still pushed myself and surf waves where I've been frightened. But I haven't gone and surfed any like real life threatening ones i've kind of kept it pretty on the fun level i'm more in the i'm in the fun zone yeah just you know fun creative sort of ways of yeah. doing it so i watched the um a red bull video of you yesterday oh yeah and you, were, you were catching lots of airs and stuff oh, and then you were like jumping off the rocks into oh, the yeah, waves yeah. and all that like it looks like you're having a good time oh it's bloody awesome yeah i just i just sort of yeah i think my lucky thing was i just did whatever i wanted really for fun and kind of shines through mm. it's good. that's what I even said I said uh, Aussie Wright that has the most fun on the yeah, yeah. Or something like that I've been getting that a lot yeah. over the years it's good um, do you have a, uh, a dream project you'd love to work on um, dream project I don't know not, not necessarily I mean I, I haven't thought about it like that living the dream already eh? it's been an absolute living the dream yeah I mean, actually, there's a little dream. I've always wanted to have like, a family band where we all 
do a gig all playing together in the band. That's, right. a, that's a little bit of a dream project. Yeah. We, we got... kind of do it at home, you know, a bit. Oh, that's cool. You yeah. already got the jam sessions happening. That's yeah, how yeah. Start, we, so. we get there. Yeah, we do a few jams, but I'd love to do a proper little have a family band. Yeah. Even just one show. Yeah. Um, where are you wanting to take your art career? Mm, I mean, I'd be nice to just keep doing shows and keep uh, inspiring people and hopefully people finding value in my work and just take it to to the grave. <laughs> keep doing it forever. It's, it's, it's definitely, I, yeah, there's no real other career I'm looking for. I just yeah. want to do art, a bit of music for fun. But yeah. Yeah. So you're not like, you, you don't have like uh, goals and all that for your art? I mean, I would like to just sort of, just to do work that I'm, I'd just like to sort of break through my actual work and, you know, sort of further the levels of the quality of the work. I just mm. want to sort of get it to where I'm really happy with it. I just hope I keep mm. evolving as an artist and the work gets better. That's, yeah. that's sort of all yeah. I want. Are you happy with where it's at at the moment? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it, but I feel like I am, but I want it to be better. Yeah. I'm, it's sort of weird with that, isn't it? Like you, you, you think you see some artists and you go, gee, they are so far ahead of me. Yeah. And then you see other art that's like in big museums and mm. everything. And it's like, well, my stuff's way better than that. Mm. You know, but it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird world. The art world. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's a huge world. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with just who you know and what mm. circle you're in. I don't know. Mm. But I guess it's sort of what people are saying about your art as well. And, yeah. um, it's, you know, your life is linked to it and like, mm. you know, how you've lived your life and mm. like some of my favorite artists, like Daniel Johnson, you know, the, the singer. No. Well, he's just this singer that was kind of crazy and he just sort of had this beautiful, innocent way of making music and recording it. But then he does all these sort of whimsical drawings that because I love his music and what he contributed there and the way he did it. Now I, his art's some of my most favorite art too. Mm. And it's, it's cause linked to the value of his songs, but yeah. So your life has something to do with it. Yeah. So I say the most, um, the, uh, the most powerful people in the art world are the curators. Yeah. Well, they, I'm sure. Yeah. The right curator, you know, they tell it, they've got their view of how they see it and mm. people trust their wisdom and yeah. well, their taste. Doors. Yeah. They open doors for artists as well. Yeah. You know. For sure. And they advise, um, collectors and museums and yeah, stuff yeah. and galleries, you know, Damn. yeah. Um, so do you have any uh, future plans or projects in the pipeline? Well, I've just got that little show coming up soon and on the Gold Coast, Dust Temple, 10th of Feb. And then what else have I got? Nah, not really. Just sort of, just working away, chipping away, see what mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. Just keep making heaps of work. I like to be productive. Yeah. I'm happiest when I'm making a lot of stuff. Cool. Mm. And um, like, where's the best place for people to see your artwork online? Probably just my Instagram, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. What's so that? It's Aussie Wrong, O double Z Y Wrong. That's it. Yeah. And then I've got a AussieWrong.com website, which has a little bit of work on it, but not that much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a couple of things for sale there. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. mate, it's been great. Thanks for sitting down and having a chat. Thanks for having me, Tom. No, no, my pleasure. My cool. pleasure. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with more episodes soon.